0: it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com, if you enjoy a determiner. Vilmos fixes the website, of course. Patrick Brady's going to fix this audio. Mike Rickberg just sang the song you heard with his girlfriend, Sarah, and Michael sing again at the end. So those are the credits. Very exciting. Vilmos just updated JackieCation.com. Uh, my schedule, totally there for stand-up comedy, of course. The store page, now. Everything's $5 more, because uh postage was kicking my ass. So feel free... Uh, If you would like a T-shirt or a CD, a Dork Forest T-shirt or a Ranger of the Dork Forest T-shirt to order at JackieCation.com. And there's international prices now, too. You can also order a hooded, a sweet, sweet hooded sweatshirt if you enjoy a zip hoodie. Uh, That'll take probably four or six weeks, though I'm going to order soon. So if you want one, do it now. And then there's a donation button both on DorkForest.com and JackieCation.com. Knock yourselves out, folks. If you have a 100 uh give it to me. If you don't have a 100 bucks, just listen, and then uh, we'll still be friends. It'll all work out. Come on to the show. So uh, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. It's the Dork Forest, the safest space in podcastville. Also available on allthingscomedy.com, which doesn't have any of the notes because SoundCloud imports it weird. Dorkforest.com has all the notes and links and all that kind of stuff. If you're looking for a new podcasts to listen to over at allthingscomedy.com, the Dork Forest can be listened to directly there. It can be listened to directly at jackiecation.com or dorkforest.com or on iTunes you can subscribe of course okay other than that I thought there was something oh I know if you want to be of some service to the show but don't have any money right you can go to jackiecation.com there is an amazon link there and you can support the behemoth that is amazon because we all order from Amazon I'm not the only one but if you order by clicking on the link from jackiecation.com I get a little kickback of some sort it doesn't affect how much you pay or anything it just essentially alerts them that you've come through JackieCation.com, and then I get some sort of weird kickback. It hasn't happened yet. But uh, if you want to order from Amazon, go to JackieCation.com and click on the Amazon link. Longest intro ever. Hello, Joseph Keckler. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hello, Jackie. Excellent. We met at UCB not long ago. That's true. And you said, I like opera, and you're good at opera, and you sing, and it's neat. Thank you. I remember all of those things. It was pretty cool because it was UCB New York. Yeah, exactly. And you did that piece.
1: Yeah. Exactly
0: tell people what that piece is so that uh, we
1: are all reminded well, that piece is something well that I did uh, actually yesterday for the nerdist show so that's coming out. so I'm on the nerdist and the dork so I'm just covering every right you're heading you know,
0: all, all of every, everyone who's embraced their inner uh nerd yes. geek dork is there a geek tastic possibly
1: I, if there is i
0: you're I available want, I'm
1: available <laughs> um, so that that was a piece where I um, talk about a a bad kind of accidental trip that I had, but it's all via Italian opera that I that I made up. I that's mean, I, right. So it's yeah, super titles. It was
0: yeah. a um, and it was so much work and so beautiful because it was a musical piece yeah. that you did captioning for on more subtitles. Um, yeah,
1: super title, sir titles,
0: surtitles, surtitles above <laughs> you, and uh, and so you sang. And it was in Italian. And, uh, then there was a translation of the English. And is that online yet? Or is it
1: just, or did you record it? No, we just taped it. So you, yesterday for the, the nerdist thing. Oh, I mean, well, I performed that piece a lot live. Right. And, and the nerdist thing, will that be video? That will be on the, their show. That'll be on the pod. But, but then also I'm going to do that. Piece, um, well, yeah, they're 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 t- uh BBC America or whatever. Oh, I guess the BBC America, I think so. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's that, that's video. The BBC the, America. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great! I'm psyched.
1: <laughs> but then he also. We, um, Chris Hardwick is producing a video for their channel. Right. And this, uh so we're shooting that tomorrow. So that'll oh, be okay. like a music video. Oh, neat. You know, with yeah. green screen and all sorts of things will be happy. You oh, know. that's exciting. Walls will be falling Possibly. down and uh, Venice yeah, yeah, yeah. will go by.
0: It'll yeah, be, yeah, yeah. you don't know. You don't know. I don't know. It could be anything. It could be anything. Cause you're yeah. not doing, you're not in charge of the production of that green screen.
1: No, I'm involved, but this guy, Liam Lynch is okay. the uh director that okay. they've paired me with. And he's, he directed Sarah Silverman's movie, the Jesus is magic thing oh, okay. and a lot of music videos. He, and he seems like to almost be the, the trip guy. Cause he does all these, you know, sort of psychedelic, not psychedelic in the sixties, right, but, but just kind of trippy, 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 um, music videos. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's neat.
0: It's a, but I remember seeing it and genuinely being blown away. So I was, I was just so excited that, that you'd be willing to come. And so I said to you, uh, you emailed me and you said, uh that I'm the opera singer person, but can we just talk about singing, including opera? And I have realized I've never had a singing dork on. I've never um there's part of me that wants to ask you to sing. But what I can do is I can link you. I can I can link people.
1: Right. Unless well, you would you know. like to break into song you know let's if it if it comes if it, if it happens you know, organically it, <laughs>
0: fair enough fair enough i like <laughs> uh awkward so but i i do love um i love the idea i'm a team singer myself i i enjoy uh singing in a group yeah uh because i love singing because i think we we come from a people that sing right yeah humanity sings that's right right have you always sang
1: um mm, i yeah i think i well not since I, not when maybe when i was a really little Little child, but right. <laughs> but yes, I do remember. Yeah, I do remember also singing as a child to those. You know, like we would get those uh, cassette tapes out of like the the Kmart, yeah, clearance bin or like something. The where you, or whatever. It's like fake Aretha Franklin, you know, and on one side it's somebody who's a fake Aretha Franklin yeah. and on the other side it's like
0: just the instrumental just or the
1: instrumental so you know
0: like a karaoke cassette a
1: karaoke yeah a karaoke cassette God, okay. yeah
0: uh that's I do not know about those, but they sound fantastic Boy, yes. like it's let me oh by the way, let me do this business joseph dot com and at joseph Kechler is your twitter and Joseph is spelled joseph and then is keckler is k e c k l e r so uh the American public and uh the international world should know all that and then so have have you always done comedy singing what what what's the word what's i mean because literally all i know about you
1: is, is that Italian. i did that, that weird uh that yeah. awesome one piece that that opera piece about the the trip well you know i'm kind of all over the the map so i um artistically I, artistically yeah yeah i i trained as a visual artist and also as a singer okay and um and then have subsequently just combined those things in different ways. And I often use, sometimes things are humorous, but I, I never really thought of myself as a comedian. Okay. Um, but then certain pieces just seem to, you know. Be funny. They seem to be funny. and then humanity the, is
0: hilarious. I, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so visual artist in what medium?
1: I was a painter.
0: Okay. Yeah. Fine art? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's I've done a fine art episode with Bent Washburn wow. and uh he's a fine artist of, of Mormon ancestry. <laughs> uh Bent Washburn and uh, lapsed, Jack Mormon at this juncture. Uh aren't we all? But uh so but the so do you do did you do the the video yourself for that piece? Like did you do the subtitles and all that? Do you speak yeah. Italian?
1: I don't speak Italian, but okay. I but I can fake it. I can sing in Italian. Right. No. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm starting to learn Italian.
0: Okay. And so you got it. You get it translated by someone. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah. I I love the idea of that. And it's um. So what kind of do you do more singing, just in general?
1: Yeah, I do. I do a couple different. I mean, I do. I'm doing in New York in a couple weeks. This whole sort of faux opera. Okay, it's called "I Am an Opera." I am an opera. <laughs> yes,
0: tell me what
1: what the hell is that? That's awesome. Well, it starts out with that with the the shroom pea, and then the whole thing it's just kind of an expanded version of that. So it's all a trip.
0: Okay, but yeah, yeah. Then
1: I have different m- multimedia elements like a. Uh, this sort of former voice teacher of mine, but I, I play the teacher, right. appears on a screen but trapped in a silent film. Oh. And uh, so she has her yeah. you know, f- silent film titles, and I have my my opera title. So it's like we're in two different art forms, but we're having a conversation. Okay. And, uh, so, oh, and then, you know, all sorts of, th- you know, I have I have one of my old, I cast one of my old paintings, and that appears, but it's mouth, it sings a song, I thought, Excellent. you know. Yeah, we should make some use of that. And then uh, and then there's well, there's a, a, a surprise too,
0: and then there's a twist. There's, there's a, a
1: twist. It's all twists. It's all it's, twists. No. There, there's no there's, there's no there's, there's no. very few through line. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and is it like an hour and a half? Will it be a full theater event? Will it be an hour, a tight hour?
1: It'll be it'll be a a hot 70.
0: A hot 70. <laughs> Sweet. It's uh, are are you musical in other ways? Like do you play an instrument? I play piano. You yeah. play piano. Yeah. Did you play piano when you were a kid? Mm-hmm. Or did you Okay. Yeah. Did you you say you studied um fine art? Where would you go to school, if I might? Be so bold.
1: I went to University of Michigan.
0: Oh, right. Great cuz you're from outside of Grand Forks. I'm from Grand, Grand Rapids. And why do I keep calling you <laughs> Grand Forks earlier? <laughs> You weren't there, Rangers of the Dark Forest, but I called it Grand Forks before we were recording. It's a great story. I'm going to make my own movie about it. Okay, moving on. <laughs> so, yeah. So, tell, talk to me about what do you like about it? What's what? What drew you to singing? What do you like? Are there singers?
1: Yeah, I mean, when I was a, when I was a little kid, I, I don't know. I, I just was into, um, I guess, voices in, in general, and still am. And I was I was really into like Mel Blanc you know who was, was the cartoon pers- guy the cartoon right? guy who did all the voices for you know Warner Brothers cartoons and uh,
0: Bugs Bunny? Yeah. He all right, Bugs Bunny there we go.
1: did all of them. All right right And uh, so I thought that was amazing and I kind of like tried to tried to do that. Okay. Kind to do okay. funny voices. And- yeah. Yeah. But but more not not more like a you know making up voices more than like celebrity yeah impersonation right it wasn't like, a rich or,
0: little kind of moment it was more of a just a new voice this is going to be the voice of an elephant that sings or flies. Yeah.
1: Or. or imitating but people people who I knew who were just kind of loitering around you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes so they wouldn't you know if I did their voice wrong nobody would really know because
0: right because nobody's familiar with Ed. Larry from the middle of Michigan. No.
1: So <laughs> yeah. although at the time I was in the middle of it, so probably everyone did know. Ed they might Larrabee. have known him
0: but but if it was bad enough nobody knew him. And right. You were like no I'm not talking about Ed. <laughs> <laughs> no. No way. I'm talking about somebody else. It's going to be fine. And
1: but I was also into uh, real into um, kind of blue blue singers and stuff like Cab Calloway and screaming Jay Hawkins and Yeah. Uh, and just
0: early uh, early blues from the, where, now Cab Calloway, of course, I've heard of. I know nothing about music, by the way. I own one album of everybody. So I have like one fun album. I have one, they might be giants album. I mean, like you can go back in time. I have one Ruth Brown album. Oh, <laughs> you can,
1: I love her actually. I have one Jelly Roll
0: Morton, you
1: know, so. People say, what, somebody said, oh, Ruth Brown can't read music. But she could hear a rat piss on cotton.
0: Oh, really? (laughs) That is a wow. That is a that's a good that's a good ear. That's a good good ear ear. is what they were saying. Is that what they were saying? Yeah. Yeah. She also uh, didn't mind getting hit, according to some of the lyrics. Oh, Uh, I don't know if you've listened to many of the lyrics of the Ruth Brown music.
1: Which was that? What?
0: Um, There's there's a couple of songs where she's uh, she she loves a guy who. We'll toss her around
1: is what, uh, oh, does is. she do, does she do, I mean like, ain't nobody's business if I do or something. I mean, that one is kind of, That one's. A I little don't mind if my name, my man hit me rather yeah. than write up and quit me or something. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like yeah, specifically that is an excellent quote. For <laughs> She's uh, cuz there's no hitting in grown up land. So it's it's very sad when Ruth Barnes is like, "No, no, it's okay. I don't mind an occasional smack as long as he brings home the bacon." And
1: uh right. And and she was a hell of a hell of a singer. And the but even before that, I mean, I think Bessie Smith, you know, did that song and and some other songs, but I there's something Yes, I mean, it's not you could say it's not a, a real feminist perspective. Oh, but right, right. In, oh, but in another way, it's kind of empowering to... To just uh, own it or... In a certain way. Yeah, no. In, in some of those songs. And
0: I say you own you it. Know.
1: Do it. Yeah, it's... And, and there's a frankness to the, those old blues songs.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, you know.
0: That really I, speaks to what their lives were like. That kind of thing, the, the the honesty of the storytelling of it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. They're kind of em- embrace. There's, I mean, there's... A, my favorite song of Bessie Smith's, though, is... Um, that is send me to the electric chair,
0: yeah, <laughs> how does that go?
1: well, it's like judge, judge, please, Mr. Judge, send me to the electric chair uh it's a but she k- murdered her husband, okay, you know, and so it's like, okay, I cut him with my barlow, I kicked him in the side. I stood there laughing over him while he wallered around and died, oh judge, judge. wow. She's like, so she's... yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, I, I cut him up, you know, kill me. Yeah, sure. Sure. It's kind of, I don't know. I always thought that was a, an inspiring song.
0: Actually. <laughs> I, was,
1: I thought it was life affirming and <laughs> well, ironically.
0: Uh, and it's very much stand up for yourself kind of thing and accept the consequences of what you did. I mean, yeah. it's very, I mean, I don't mind that at all. It's, yeah, I don't have a, I mean, when you think about other people's, um, other people's art, I always, I always want to be cool with, you know, like somebody else's storytelling or somebody else's stand up. You're like, wow, that's where you come. I mean, that's your story. You know, if you don't think that you're the victim in that story, then that's your defense. I mean, that's your defense mechanism, right? I mean, that's how you make it through the day. And so own it, you know? So there was somebody was telling a story at one of those, a storytelling show I did about how she was twelve, and this twenty-three-year-old uh, camp counselor guy was like, "Let's make out." And she was talking about how she felt like she had sort of led him on. Mm-hmm. She's got to be forty now, mm-hmm. and you think to yourself, well, There's not a no, no twelve-year-old." Twenty three year old. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to blame one of those two people. And it's not going to be the 12 year old. I don't care if you were the most stunning 12 year old from the French cinema. Uh, right. You know, there's no way that the 23 year old that was OK. Right. Because he's a grown up man. Right. And ideally.
1: Right. Well, and tw- twice her age, I guess. Almost.
0: Almost twice. You, right. And twice her age, not 50 and 25. Twice from no. age twelve and twenty four.
1: What about what about uh five and ten? Five what and about that one. What though? about
0: that one? That is an interesting. That's what I... Yeah, <laughs> I liked her. Her skin was really soft. <laughs> you know, five year olds—they're really sexy. Six the and three,
1: you know.
0: Six and three. I think that's just a crush at that point. Nobody has any sort of motor skills to really make it happen. Right. Possibly. Well, it's... well.
1: I mean. It, I mean, you know, you can make a little something happen. I sure, think. A, little, a little It would little, have to be a little something. A little snuggle. A little, it, it would be a,
0: a, yes, that would be more of a, a YouTube page of, <laughs> look at toddlers in love. <laughs> I always thought that would be the the biggest monetization ever, Which if you took two toddlers. Because I saw a couple of toddlers in an airport meet one time, mm. and I was like, if I had any sort of a video camera that could... It was like two different sets of parents, obviously, right? Right. And so these two toddlers are just playing in the, in the muck that is an airport, just a germaphobe moment. And, uh, but they're just crawling around on the floor and then they met and it was adorable, hilarious. And, uh, I think could have had a gajillion hits on. And I thought, where's that YouTube page? Mm -hmm. Toddlers meeting in different occasions. Yes. Mm -hmm. I,
1: I like that. Sure. What the heck? I, I like that, but... Um, I wanted to write a play one time called Babies in Love. Yeah? But I I wanted there to be just giant adults playing the babies. Oh, good. I thought that would be sweet.
0: That would be sweet. If it, <laughs> especially if... if uh, it'd be funny if it weren't... I mean... Actual babies in love, you'd have to shoot it from like a top-down camera of them just lying in cribs <laughs> right. next to each other thinking. <laughs> That's a good-looking baby. He's pretty handsome. That's a pretty handsome baby over there.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, that could be. Uh, but there would be like the crib. The crate, the crib bars between them.
0: Oh, right. And they so would it
1: would just be, be more of a, more of like a, that like, would be a tragic love story.
0: <laughs> right. Very Romeo and Juliet as they were wheeled away from each other from their play pens. And, uh, you know, whenever people have kids, they always talk about how, how sexy their kids are. You know how like, I didn't know that. Oh, I don't, uh, I have a lot of people, but I, yeah. Yeah. They're just like, Oh, he's a heartbreaker. <laughs> Uh she's going to be, she's going to be quite the little whore or whatever they say. Right. I mean, they don't say that, but I mean, they always are like, she's a knockout. She's going to be, <laughs> he's going to be a heartbreaker. She's going to be a heartbreaker. And I'm like, hey, they're two. Why don't you let them be children who don't read yet? And, or whatever, you know, I mean, it's always like, they always make them, but we do tend to sexualize. <laughs> kids at a very young well they'll oh, yeah. obviously boy that, you're gonna
1: make uh, you're gonna make some little girl real happy one day
0: exactly you know? and that's her that's her boyfriend really are they three <laughs> aren't they three are are they dating is they have they made that decision I'm a, I'm a...
1: <laughs> is it an open relationship <laughs> exactly exactly
0: so um yeah okay I have digressed this completely off singing but it makes me want to go get you my favorite singing book of all time I forgot about this so tell a story. I'll be right
1: back. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell a tell a story. <laughs> is it
0: over? It's over. It's, uh, I that's... just told.
1: I really just told a lie, which was that I was going to tell a story. Exactly.
0: Fibber. <laughs> completely full of it. Oh, so that is, is nice. a songbook from when I was a child. Uh, that my stepmother used to uh, she used to have us sing these songs, and they're old classics speaking of Bessie Smith, and uh, you had, there's no music, so you had to know how the tune went, right? Like Bicycle Built for Two is in there.
1: Right. But you had to know how... Up a Lazy River.
0: Right. There are many songs that I don't, I still do not know how they go.
1: But I bet you, I bet you they're old classics Good, Good from Good Night, Irene, that's a Lead Belly song. Is it? Yeah.
0: Who's Is Lead Belly a rock band?
1: No, he's an old blues singer. Okay, good. Yeah. I knew
0: I'd heard of him, but I didn't know where's he from. Like, what got you into blues? It was just studying music forever. And- I don't know
1: why, why I was into blues. I was just into that as a as a as a small child. I as a small um, Were your white into? child in in a small in, town in uh, in Michigan, Southwest Michigan. <laughs> I I wanted to be, um, you know, an old an a sort a grizzled. of like a grizzled. Um, elderly black man elderly black man uh yeah. or lady
0: and just in case you wanted to really hit the notes <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> just depending yeah
1: yeah you know maybe when convenient but
0: sure sure you know, off and on uh, who doesn't want to swap it out Swap it, but, but. yeah so what so you started listening to blues when you were a kid or did you listen to everything when you were a kid
1: i listened to i think i yeah i think i i listened to lots of um Blues and David Bowie. Oh, really? Yeah,
0: because that's not. I mean, he's got a lot of albums out, David Bowie. But and I Elvis,
1: think... I had to listen to Elvis if I had a headache.
0: That was the rule.
1: That was well. That was my rule. Oh, that no, was no he... I wasn't forced. <laughs> no, that was my.
0: Your mom was like, "Honey, you got a headache. Uh, we're gonna put in. Uh, we're gonna the old gospel. It's. Uh, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> did you ever listen to any of his gospel stuff? I,
1: I don't. I think I heard a little bit of the gospel stuff. Sure. Yeah. But no, I, I liked the, I liked the ballads, you yeah, know. Right. I liked the, yeah. Which ones? Um, I
0: don't know enough about Elvis Presley to, cause when you said Elvis, I heard Costello. In,
1: oh, that's how I finished it in the I, end. I, you know, Elvis Costello, I kind of like him, but then part of me, sure. part, some, somehow sometimes I get a little irritated by him. I don't know why. Why? I wonder. Go off. I mean, I like him, but yeah. at yeah, the yeah. same
0: time. There's something that you don't like?
1: Maybe. <laughs>
0: Alright, that could happen. Well, he There's doesn't, them.
1: let me, he doesn't cure headaches, let me put it that way.
0: Fair enough. Cause he, he'll try different stuff too. Like David Bowie has a lot of different experimental kind of music, right? Did, we, uh, did you listen to mostly the hits or was it, cause you know how like, he's he's been writing, I guess, someone told me this, I don't know anything about it, uh, but uh, for the, you know, cause the last, great album was supposedly from like the early 90s or something right
1: well, except like for outside he, i don't maybe.
0: know but uh but you know it's been 25 years and he has continued to work in music
1: yeah you know it's well like, he just had that. you know he just released an album oh yeah yeah. What was this, it called this, this month it's called um no what's it called
0: i can look it up and put it in the yeah. notes it's all good <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: i mean i ha- i just got it but um well the 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 single he released on his birthday was Where Are We Now? That was what that was called. And was it great? Um, was it great? Yeah. Well, I think it's good. I mean, I think he he released like he released the uh, the album Heathen a few years ago, which I think was pretty good actually. Mm-hmm. A yeah. little bit better? You like that one a I lot? I think it was probably a little bit better. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's exciting that he cuz he's he's hasn't been doing as much these last few years. He's been a little bit reclusive, Right. You know? But he's like kind of amazing because he he never he's never he never gets sort of dated I don't think you know because I think transformation was so built into what he into his identity yeah. that, that he can kind of
0: Yeah so he's going to change anyway so it doesn't really I mean he's not going to get all stagnant or anything anyway because it's he's just going to do something weird Yeah he's got
1: cred and you you know he's yeah.
0: good basically yeah. That's, that's great. I mean, there's so many different, you know, whenever anybody says, you know, I'm a, I'm a music dork, it's always just chilling words to me because there's, you know, there's cave drumming and then there's, uh, you know, ambient enya nonsense. I was like, I'm going to need some specifics, you know, whenever anyone says, I'm like, I just like music, man. Do you? Do you just like music? Cause I'm going to cut myself. And uh, so I like the idea of, um, so when you sing, so what is it about singing that you love?
1: I like singing because I, I feel like I can kind of be out you know, outside of my body. I feel like it's How, the voice is just like a different a different um presence. You okay. know? So I feel free yeah. when I sing. When yeah. you sing? Okay. Yeah. Do you sing every day? Yeah, I try to sing every day.
0: And what do you usually do you are do you consider it like you're working on something or do you just burst into song and you
1: just kind of sing? Well, you know, I do like vocal exercises, like scales and things. But then I try to I, I do a lot of just absurd riffing or, you know, I don't. OK, you can have fun with you can say, you know instead of saying do re mi fa so you can sing obgyn right. right 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 and fun
0: then, yeah yeah you can mix it up and then you can say whatever you want cuz you're by yourself doing scales exactly and, <laughs> but fair enough. so do the scales what are the purpose of is it just to loosen up the vocal cord what is the purpose of scales in life
1: well to to just keep you uh, you know it's, like an, a- it's like an it's like an athlete or? stretching okay you know, and, so, tra- and and training, okay, basically to keep the muscles, the muscles ready to keep everything, to right. Keep your breath going to keep it all all working.
0: Okay, so I have read uh, the Dragon Singers of Pern, and it is uh, a fantasy novel. Written by Anne McCaffrey in the early 70s, late 60s. Could have been written in the 12th century, doesn't matter. Uh, from the look in your face, you're like, I've never heard of the <laughs> Dragon Riders of Pern, so the Dragon Singer, not so much. But it's about, uh, it's about, uh, the Harper Hall in, uh, uh on, on a world with dragons. And it's about this kid who wants to be a singer. And so she is taught to sing. And so, like I never took vocal classes as a kid or any any time I would love to take a vocal class to learn how to use your breath mm-hmm. right yeah because it's a big deal right in yeah. singing you're supposed to sing from the diaphragm that's all that's what I got from the dragon singer book mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah 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 exactly yeah you're supposed to take a really deep breath but not the kind where your like chest expands like a like okay. a rooster or something you are supposed to like from from like a like oh, yeah. a yogic breath almost okay but like a deep a deep uh one and you and and then one voice teacher told me, "Yeah, well you you can flex your taint." He oh. said, "Just flex your taint. That'll make it easy. It'll distract the other muscles that are are in, are in the way, and you'll be able to get." Wow, that
0: just worked actually. At, There's too I, much I, info, Rangers. Uh,
1: but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I but I was the victim in that situation. I think when, <laughs> when my voice
0: <laughs> yeah. Did you know what a taint was when he brought it up?
1: I taint nobody's business if I did. Taint
0: nobody's <laughs> business. Here's my thing. Uh, the weird thing about that is that the word taint came up last episode of The Dork Forest. Uh, Felicia Michaels lunch collects, uh, collects old-timey lunchboxes. Uh, she uh, has a lunchbox collection. And um, she told me, I thought the word taint was new. Mm. And she's like, oh, no the word taint has been around since there taint been nothing. And and I was like, well, I didn't know I heard it on Deadwood. So as far as I'm concerned, it's from 2007. So taint was new to you. Right.
1: Ah, Mm -hmm. I see. Um,
0: I didn't know anything about it, but I was raised by people who didn't talk dirty. Right. And that's what that would have been.
1: But have you ever, I mean, I think when I learned the word taint, I hadn't even really thought about that area of my body before. You know, Ever. it's kind of like a an unconsidered zone. Yeah, yeah. Right? And yeah, then yeah. it was like, oh, that has a name.
0: That ah. has a name. Who's poking at it and naming at it? <laughs> <I know. laughs> that's always my question. I'm like, Who's, whose business is it? Is that there's an area in between, I guess? Someone cared enough to name it. And that's so beautiful when someone cares enough to name something. Yes. Yep. All right. What other body parts are there? So Yeah, so the but the studying of, of the singing because then because there's other you do scales. Are there other things you can do? The, there's are there breathing exercises?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, you have to like well, you can do all these things like go like ha 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 like. You know, laugh like Santa, and then that will put you in touch with your breath or something, you know? Okay. And then, um, but you can also, or, or if you kind of like bend over and then take a deep breath or, or stand up against the wall, there, you, you want to feel <clears throat> kind you of actually, your diaphragm, or and you want to feel uh, the, your lower back, actually. Oh, really? Like I had a voice teacher who would say, And now you want to feel as though somebody's giving a gentle massage. That's what she said, <laughs> massage. <laughs>
0: Voice teachers message. might be weird, is what we're learning. They might have a very specific, they're trying to right, make it interesting. Taint,
1: feel like you're getting a message. It's very, you know, but they're very trying sensual. To be
0: very sensual, but they're trying to make it very specific, too, so that you can very much find and that place. Yeah, and it's or, also
1: very abstract, like the way voice teachers will talk to you. It's like, okay, now as you're singing up this scale, feel like you're singing into a Hershey Kiss. Oh, and weird. I know exactly what that means, but you know now. I wouldn't imagine. Yes, <laughs> it's yeah. It's, what is but it? But it's kind of because you're ch- shifting uh, resonators, and you want to, and the um and and so less air is going through the vocal cords. I think as you're singing higher, and you can kind of it's like singing well, it the narrower to space. And I don't even I don't know every everything physiologically, yeah, yeah. but I know when somebody tells me Hershey kiss.
0: You're like all right. I'm,
1: I'm like all right. We're on the same. page. I have been trained on the Hershey I Kiss know how method. To do that.
0: <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. It's it's got to be something very where they're trying to make sure you know, like they're they're trying to relate in right. some ways. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But it's but it's very. Abstract. I mean, it's very image based. So it sounds. I mean, the kind of language that you use is is just seems. Yeah, absurd and abstract. Yeah. Well,
0: sure. Out of context. Sure. But it's uh, but in context, if it works right, mm-hmm. then <laughs> that's a win. Then you could say, well, that's a weird lady, but only out of context, because when she's teaching you how to sing, if you leave the room knowing exactly what she meant and you did it the way she wanted you to do it. That's got to be its own reward to some extent, right? And are there standard ways of doing it? Are there, like, does everyone know the Hershey Kiss thing? Or does everyone know the back against the wall thing? Um,
1: or is I think it very specific? There's different ways of phrasing the, the Hershey Kiss thing. Like, you could... Um, because f- there are funnels, there are other pointed yes, objects. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they can be used. But the Hershey Kiss is a kind of nice. Is a nice one to think about. Sure, because sure, you know, it prospect. It's got a. It's got um, kind of
0: a chocolate based. Uh, yeah. Sure.
1: Um, but you know, I mean, uh, I, I guess there are different techniques. I mean, you know, yeah, it's a, cl- a classical technique. But then there's people who you know belt, and then people who are you know sing in different in different ways. So. Right. Yeah. What
0: do you think of that whispery th- singing? What do you think of that?
1: Like who? Uh,
0: uh, oh wait, not whispery singing. It was a friend of mine was a, <laughs> what do you think of that, uh, the falsetto bit, like when there's a treble, like when there's, there's la la la, like there's a, uh, people, it, it's like they're talking into a fan. Vibrato? That's it. That's the word I'm looking for. Vibrato.
1: <laughs> Music is my life. I've mentioned it before. Yes. And for the vibrato, they'll say things like, just imagine that the that you're in a sea of jelly, and the jelly is the vibrato, and it's there all the time, and you right. just have to, you know, swim yeah. in it. You swim um, in it. So swimming in jelly, you know, right? Singing into vib- the Hershey kit.
0: Right? Who does a good vibrato, though? If you think about it,
1: well, opera singers do. Oh, do they do vibrato? And yeah,
0: right. Oh, that's but right.
1: Then, but then somebody like a like um. Rock singers don't do as much vibrato or, or like crooners or, you know, don't, don't do as it's much. It's more... But, but Broadway people, I guess, do vibrato, but they sound a little more inane, you know.
0: Right. It always sounds weird when, when, when it's in a Broadway musical because it, yeah, like opera. I don't know anything about opera. Are you learning more about opera or have you have you been interested in opera for a while?
1: <laughs> I'm interested in opera, but I'm not I'm not by any means a kind of aficionado.
0: Right. Know? Right, right. It's yeah. um, it's just in in general. It's just an interesting sort of experiment. Like it's a it's a medium to some extent yeah. that you can work around mm-hmm. and work through and with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's that's cool. Like, cause I love, cause I like to sing and I like a, a musical. Right, I like a Broadway musical. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I was trying to think if there were do you because you live in New York
1: now. I live in New York. Yeah.
0: Do you go to see uh, many many shows? Do you ever Sometime,
1: go yeah. like some theater and, yeah, and stuff yeah, like I that? To, yeah, I go to lots of shows. Yeah.
0: Have you seen? Because uh, there, there, there are musicals that I like, and there are musicals, there are newer musicals that I do not
1: enjoy. And I've never been a musicals person <clears> really? myself. No. I, I, you know, I mean, I, my my aunt was in um, in 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 Kalamazoo, uh, you know, community theater. She was in Little Shop of Horrors, and I was, and of, I, I, I thought that, that was, you know, I liked that. You know, it was kind of like. Sure, you got to see big, her, and you got her, to, and you know they had the big Venus flytrap to ape right and <laughs> stuff. So that was cool. But, right, and um, had that going for it, but, yeah, right. That's a plus. But musicals, no, I don't. They're they're not right. my
0: yeah. A lot of people, my thing. yeah, I like um, I like. There's probably six musicals that I like, and they're all of a certain genre. You know, it's a it's a like guys and dolls, and <laughs> you know, it's it's that genre. Though I, though I like hair and Jesus Grey Superstar. So, again, much like albums, I probably own one of each genre and then right. that's, you know, and that's it. So but so I don't mind them. But there's there's I like the idea of a story being told in song, though, mm-hmm. you know, like the the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. There's a lot of that, too, you know, where they're they tell the uh, a history via music. You know, because it lasts longer. Because it res, you know, people tend to remember a song more than they remember a textbook, mm-hmm. and that's the theory right. behind
1: it. So, right? It's, well, I mean, I pre- I appreciate it as as an art form. It's just,
0: yeah, uh, it's just not your go to.
1: Yeah. Somehow, yeah. Yeah. Somehow it's not. I don't know why.
0: Right? No, no. I guess I'm just, there's okay. no reason. So what else? Uh, what other singing things? What? What else you got? Oh.
1: Something you said a, a minute ago that I was—I was, I, I was going to say something about, but what was it? I don't know. I like—I like it when when uh, when opera singers and do duets with like different kinds of singers. Oh, you know? yeah. Like Pavarotti did duets with everybody. Oh, okay. <clears throat> you did know? It? Yeah. So so it, it would be like there's this mm-hmm. clip you can find on YouTube of Pavarotti singing something with Grace Jones. Okay, and they just go back and forth, and like Pavarotti opens his mouth, and he's amazing, and then Grace Jones just has this incredible hat on, <laughs> and that's it. and that's her go to. <laughs> that's her go. I mean, she does kind of say, but you know, right? It's right. It's just
0: Pavarotti's that. like, I want to hang out with Grace Jones on her hat.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and like BB King, as you know, he does the thrill is gone. Okay, sure. You know, and. uh but And he usually has a guitar solo. Okay. <clears throat> After, you know, the thrill is gone, gone away, gone, the thrill is gone, gone away. And, you know, well, you've done me wrong, and I'll, you'll be sorry someday. And then usually there's a guitar solo. But right. <clears throat> in the in the Pavarotti version, it's, you know, and you'll be sorry someday. Then it's like... <laughs> probably just totally blew out the...
0: No, I, I, I like that you stepped a second away because it didn't blow it out. It oh, was good. It was pretty great.
1: <laughs> but it's just uh, the height of absurdity, right? you know. Right, So and I like, I I like, like the, that. But I like to accentuate. I mean, absurdity in my book is good. Right. And I think musicals, too, it's like they're talking, then they start singing, and, you know, that's absurd. Right. And just go with that. Right. You know, instead of trying to do like real touching or morally serious musicals, I mean, it, I, I think they should just go full throttle.
0: Like all of like, because like in Oklahoma, they're just walking along, and then all of a sudden they'll break into song. Yeah, because it's the next the next sentence could just be the next sentence, or it could be the next sentence, you know, or whatever, you know. it Just right.
1: like, you could just go into this. <laughs> so there's something kind of delightful about yeah. about that. Yeah. Um. But I I think I think they should. I I think they I think musicals. You know, they don't really need plots, right? (laughs) No plots. No plots. No, um, you know, kind of corny, corny messages. Like love stories. No, and
0: and, but there's always a B plot. There's always like you know. Remember in South Pacific, it was racism is bad.
1: Well, and then that's what they did with like you know the Hairspray the musical. They they made it like. Racism, is based. yeah, yeah, but they kind of—I mean, that kind was of, with a
0: hammer and a chisel, right. and they were attacking my brain box with it. It was, you know, at least South Pacific had the guy with the coconut bra at one point, where you're like, yes, yes, that's what I want out of a musical,
1: right? And then just because, slide yeah, in the it's message. A, it's something that, but, but you know, I mean, I think in that, that case, the Hairspray, the musical, okay, so they're hammering this message about about liberation in right. a way, whereas I thought. The kind of camp aesthetic of the the film upon which it was based yep. was a liberation. I mean, that, I found that to be right. liberating. Just watching it, you yeah, know? yeah. had a feeling of liberation. Yeah, Rocky so, you know. Horror
0: Picture Show, though, is that was was more like we don't care if anybody ever watches this. <laughs> We're gonna make it. I mean, it had a real sense of freedom to it. That Rocky Horror, because it's terrible. It's a terrible movie. It is not, there's nothing there.
1: There's nothing, nothing uh, redemptive about it. Well, there's,
0: I mean, the thing is, is as enjoyable as it is to watch, and almost anything is if you watch it 37 million times, because it's, by that time, it's just like getting a hug from your mom. But it's like, but there's, I mean, it's not like it has, like the story doesn't make any sense. And the people are doing things that don't make any sense, but you're like, I am having the time of my life watching these people.
1: But he, but yet you know there are still these devotees who have every line, and then the, you know the lines they insert between and everything. The which,
0: responsive lines, you know, yeah. Which I
1: still I think in in like small towns in uh, in regional America, you still kind of the Rocky Horror Picture Show seems like an avant-garde thing when you're like 13 still at this point it's it's
0: still freeing junior high kids like it's uh, still making it's it's making a safe space for like the gay kid to go he's like i need to get away from these people and find something weird and interesting and that isn't but that's what it was in the factory town i grew up in south milwaukee
1: but i think rather quickly than you you uh you feel like you're trapped in the castle. You know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I mean, once you, it's like there, there's a, there's a window, there's a window where you have to see it. It's, Otherwise you don't yeah, necessarily I mean, get it. It's
1: like driver's training, you know, do, you know, do it for a summer and then
0: <laughs> graduate. And then just get a, get a license.
1: Although my, you know, when I, the person who, um, evaluated my, uh, driver's training, he, he wrote, Time and time again I tell No he said I think I think Joe should take the bus for the rest of his life Time and time wow. again I tell him to pull to the right shoulder when turning right and time and time again, he fucks it up. Really, he wrote that on my report card that went to my parents.
0: That went to your parents. He fucks yeah, it up. Fucks it up. All right. Well, thanks for just bringing it, <laughs> making it, well, keeping it real. It's you know what I was. I was talking to somebody about how drivers in Minneapolis tend to drive me nuts because they don't use their their signals. They essentially swerve over as an indication that they're going to want to move into the next lane, and right. then they swerve over again. It's a very passive aggressive kind of. I'm going to want to come over. I'm going to want to come over. And then they put their signal on where if they just put their signal on, it turns out I would be alerted by that mechanical device that they
1: wanted to come over. But you think maybe they're just falling asleep at the wheel or something. Right. Or Or
0: And they're like, well, nobody's going to let me in. Nobody's going to let me in. So I'm just going to, I'm going to just swerve over. And then everyone will know that I want to come over and then I'll put my signal on. And I was like. How about we have a social contract that involves you putting your signal on and me either speeding up and getting out of your way or slowing down and allowing you to come in right. if you do it in a timely fashion uh but i was I was driven mad by the whole thing. <laughs> I digress but the uh uh yeah I like um because the new musicals like my brother went and saw the Book of Mormon and I haven't
1: seen that I haven't seen everybody I, seems to love it you know
0: I have a bootleg from, uh, okay. from Broadway that's probably shaky cam, but, uh, I could, but he, he went and saw it in Chicago and he loves a musical, uh, my brother Ross in Milwaukee, uh, because he is the straightest gay man in the world mm-hmm. and has loved all things, loves Connie Francis. He was the one who turned me on to Ruth Brown and Brenda Lee. Mm-hmm. And, um, but he, he was talking about how he didn't think the Book of Mormon had any legs because it could never be played in a high school. Like, they could never do a high school production of it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I think it'll be fine. I think the Book of Mormon will can, will make money anyway, because they'll be uh, cursing at a college level, possibly. Right. And, right. <laughs> so, But I like the idea that, that those guys made that musical, you know, that they took something, I mean, that they're guys who appreciate the musical, and they're like, look at this weird thing that we want to talk about. Yeah. The Book of Mormon, Mormonism, people's religious choices, and also poop and fart jokes because it's Trey and Matt. So, of right. course, there's going to be a lot of bodily functions happening.
1: Right. Right. Necessarily.
0: Yeah. So, would you ever want to be in a musical?
1: Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Because, yeah. but I, I think I have this thing where I, <clears throat> this impulse where I feel like, um, I don't know. I feel like a m- musicals are, are kind of dorky and like it would be cast, like it, wouldn't, it would be like castrating to have to be in a musical.
0: Right. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, I
1: just have this kind of like
0: you um, get a little bit of a knee jerk um, reaction kind of this, to it or.
1: Yeah, I kind of like revert to being a 14 year old <laughs> boy with uh, wanting
0: it to be cooler.
1: S- satanic jewelry on like kind of like. Maybe if you cuddling down the street, like, you know, thinking like musicals, <laughs> WTF,
0: you, but you could write a musical, you could write your musical, which is what essentially your piece well, is. right? I
1: did write uh, a friend of mine, Aaron Markey, and I wrote a musical called Looking for Limbo a few years ago. And that had adult, that had giant babies in it. Okay. Um, because it was. After the Catholic Church had announced just suddenly, kind of apropos of nothing, that they were eliminating limbo from their official doctrine, <laughs> not that limbo had... I did not know I mean, that. I think people had sort of forgotten that limbo was a part of the and do- Nobody thought it was a part of their official doctrine, but then right. they got... You know, they made this big announcement, you know, no limbo. You know, Were, <laughs> we're you raised Catholic? No, I wasn't. Was he raised Catholic? Uh, no, Aaron's a girl. Okay. I don't know how to say that. You know, there's like A-A-R-O-N and then E-R-I-N. They sound yeah, yeah. the same to Is me. Is her last name
0: Armenian? Name. What was her last name? Marky. It's oh, Marky? Yeah. I thought you said uh, Markian.
1: Markian. No. I hear
0: Armenians everywhere. I'll move but, on.
1: You know, so we decided, oh, well, what happens to the, to the people in the souls in limbo now that it's being evicted from the realm of, Belief. So they're in double limbo. And, you know, limbo was the, the receptacle for, like, uh, infants, stillborn, the souls of stillborn, oh. babies, unbaptized infants. Okay, so, so there's so heaven, we,
0: there's hell, there's purgatory, purgatory and, and there's limbo.
1: limbo. Right.
0: And limbo were babies who pre-baptized pre-bapti- well, babies?
1: Also kind of people who were morally ambiguous or something could, okay. some people who could kind of, yeah, gone into purgatory would go into end up in limbo.
0: And what was the, name know, of the-
1: looking for limbo? <laughs> so it was, you know, it followed the the journey of one, the soul of one uh, stillborn baby to <laughs> to um, limbo, which was a bar on the moon. Okay. called the Lurch, and there were just a bunch of kind of um, giant babies there living it up. <laughs> and so, but then she, I don't know, there was there was another plot. She kind of came back and tried to communicate with a cardinal from the church and then they fell in love and there was a romance between this uh baby I love soul a love story. I uh, like when there's a love story between cardinal, a baby and, so. a,
0: and a and a and a member of the church.
1: Yeah. So it was, you know, very
0: Yeah, yeah. So so you did write a musical. Mhm. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so you could, I mean, and if you think about it, I mean, the opera piece was was a, was a, is a musical, you know, is is a piece in part of a musical. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting. You're making musicals cool. Joseph Keckler is what oh, I'm saying. All right. That's it. You're the <laughs> one right. who's taking it out of a dorkdom and make and owning it and making it something more, man. <laughs> It's great. It doesn't have to have a message. It just has to have a, a good song, and kids can dance to it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Your Mushroom Trip uh opera song, uh, that's got a good beat. Kids can dance to that. That's good times. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, we're going to see, you know. I we'll see, and people will be able to watch it on BBC America, right? Because it'll be on that that stand-up show that he's <clears throat> doing, right?
1: Yeah, and, and definitely the YouTube one that'll come out.
0: And that'll come out, and that'll know, be available uh,
1: soon. Before the summer, yeah. Yeah. So, and
0: it's going to be a music video. So that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's great. What, uh, okay. So what we've learned, we've learned uh, about some singing exercises and we've learned how to breathe and stuff. And I, but I like, see, cause the kind of music that I, when I think about what kind of music do I like, it's always storytelling music, mm. whether it's country yeah. music or hip hop. I, those are my two favorite kind of music. <laughs> Yeah, because they're all and it's usually the
1: same story. What kind of what kind of country music do you like?
0: Um, Well, again, uh, I have I I, just have
1: one album. I just have one album. (laughs) It's a Garth Brooks album
0: from 1989. And or it's like I'll listen to the because when I when I drive and do the road, I'll listen to the country station and it's always hilarious. It's always some hilarious tale. Like many years ago, this is is my best, my favorite example. It was a story about a guy who was, for some reason, he was on a business trip to California and he was flying home to his wife. And right before he got on the plane, he bought um, a postcard that said heaven and had a picture of the beach. Hmm. And so he signed and he said, Hey, I saw a bunch of people that we both know and I, and I miss you and I love you. And that was the, that was the chorus because of course the plane crashes. Uh-huh So she gets a postcard from heaven after uh, the plane I'm driving down the road tears right? <laughs> just streaming. Oh my God, It's the dumbest song in the fucking world. And I loved it. But then Lupe Fiasco has a song about uh about uh the the kids who fight in the the little kids who fight in Africa with the guns. And it's called, um, it's, it's about a little gun. And it's, and it's a, it's the, and the story is about the kids who think they're tough here. And they're like, somebody got a gun. And then the kids who, who have guns in Africa, who were given guns and told that if they killed this many people, they would get a soccer ball. And, uh, and you're like, holy crap. <laughs> and again, with the crying and the, oh, but the beat's a lot fatter on Lupe Fiasco. Right. <laughs> so, so I don't know. I mean, I just I like a good story. I in a we song, should
1: make you a booty mashup of those two songs.
0: Oh, dude, do it! Make it so. <laughs> I don't even know who sings that heaven song, but it's the dumbest fucking song. And yeah,
1: <laughs> you know the Lyle Lovett song about God. It's a well, I, I like Lyle it Lovett. It. It's you do? you know? Yeah. Yeah, I like why I love it. Oh, I thought you said, I like it. I love it.
0: Oh, no, no. I like you it. Like I love it. it. I better <laughs> like it. Well, I love it. Boom. Let's do Okay.
1: <laughs> it's like, it's funny because it's like, you think it's just, be, it, it's like, it's rhetorical. Like it's, who always comforts you when you've been cheating, spending your nights on the town? Who's always saying that you're forgiven when you're through running around? Well God does, but I don't. Oh my God, God will but I won't. That's the difference between God and me. The only difference <laughs> That is the only difference. It must have got
0: it. It's pretty sweet being Lyle Lovett from the sound of it, right? Yeah. I mean,
1: I don't uh, you know, that's not how he I don't remember how. Well, he no, thinks, but, but it's but so so it's an I amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah, but that's an amazing song and the the hubris involved in that song is <laughs> almost uh, bottomless. And <laughs> that's gorgeous. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's like that and a lot of those old blues songs are like that too. A lot of the the songs in the in the 30s and 40s and 50s, they always had a really cool like and they were sometimes just you know, some song about how boys will be drinking their cokes and girls will be you know right wanting to get, you know remember Bill Bailey Brenda Lee
1: <laughs> oh won't you come home Bill Bailey yeah yeah oh yeah you know my favorite version of that is this is by this singer named Lizzie Miles and she's a Creole singer and and what oh, wow. she does for every song is like she sings uh, a verse. In English, and then she sings it in Creole, and then she goes back to English. <laughs> so <they're just> like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, "Sí, posible, baby." Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That is hilarious. It's a, and is it Miles with a Y or an I? With an I. With an I.
1: Miles. No, she. Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm going to ask you about old-timey songs because there's songs that I don't that I've always wanted to sing out of this. This is the Kiwanis Club of Cudahy, Wisconsin, St. Francis, Wisconsin songbook. Uh, it was presented by Schlitz. Schlitz. Yeah. So this is a uh, this is an old-timey uh, songbook, and uh, there was the it was it's the trapeze song. Do you know the trapeze song? No. Um. Yep. You know, Marzip dotes and Dozy dotes.
1: Remember well, no, that one? Yeah, I kind of remember that well, That one. one's a dumb Yeah,
0: Mares eat oats and does eat oats and right. little lambs eat ivy. A kiddly ivy too, wouldn't you?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I never knew what that was getting at.
0: It was essentially just an <laughs> absurdist. You know how if you say words really fast, they don't sound like the words that they're saying. But they're saying mares eat oats right. and does eat oats. And little lambs
1: eat ivy. I, I used to get that one confused with the... It sounded like something that was out of the Jabberwocky or something. Like Mersey Dose. and, you know.
0: <laughs> that, uh, all of that sounds incredibly, that resonates with me. So I don't know if that very easily could be true. Oh, the Whiffenpoof and Poop song is some sort of, uh, like Waspy kind of, uh, song from Harvard or something. But there was one that always made me, oh, Me and My Shadow. Remember Me and My Shadow? <laughs> Uh, the Yellow Rose of Texas. Oh, sure, yeah. put your arms around me, honey. Hold me tight. Remember that one? That was a classic. Mac
1: the Knife. I know that. I know Do you know Mac the Knife? Of course. Uh, that's a musical. That the Three Penny Opera is, is a. That's a good music. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: I don't know which? Who wrote that?
1: Kurt Weill and, and Brecht. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: And that's where that came from.
1: Yeah, it came from that. Okay. But it, I mean, I think that 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 translation's a little bit. Uh you know the original German was a lot like more uh kinda
0: Oh okay. Yeah, I'm sure like
1: edgy, let's say.
0: Yeah. Know. The um Yeah, what the uh let's just a uh, lot of silence. How's it going out there?
1: So <laughs> We're we're busy we're looking at Please this, don't talk about me. We're looking at yeah, my gal Sal. It's anything.
0: a, the, I like the song list in this thing is not uh, at all organized by it's anything.
1: Good. There's, you know that song, How'd You Like to Spoon with Me? Yeah. That's a, <laughs> that's that's
0: a, that belongs in this book if it isn't you here. no.
1: that's, it's time for that song to have another life. Oh, that'd
0: be the best. <laughs> if Zoe Deschanel could sing it, that'd be the best. It's a five for two, eyes of blue, right? So, um, Yeah, there's. I like the fact that this book has an entire page of uh, the songs from different branches of the service. (laughs) Like like the Marine Hymn and Anchors Away.
1: (laughs) Right, right, right. And the U.S. Air Force and then Tumbling Tumbleweeds.
0: I don't know how the U.S. Air Force song goes um, quite offhand, but uh, I'm sure it's catchy. You know, they call the Air Force.
1: Adam, boys, give her the gun.
0: Oh, wait. Adam, boys, give her the gun. That actually, I think my mother knew that song because the thing she got me that book, she got us that book, and she would sing with us when we were kids. It was one of the one of the good things my stepmother did, right? One of the great things. She would sit around and be like, "Anyways, hey, wanna wanna sit around and do some singing?" Like it's nineteen thirty seven, and we do. It turns out, and. Uh, <laughs> Because in Wisconsin, it's always just one step away from the Depression, you know, in Nancy Cation's view. Nancy Cation's view is like, well, maybe this month we just, to to keep it real, we have powdered milk. Anyone? Who's on my side? Nobody's on your side. (laughs) So, but yeah. So, I mean, this was one of the fun things that we would do. We were like, we were sailing along on Moonlight Bay. You could hear something, something. It seemed to say.
1: Anyway. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's a that's a good one. Yeah. I don't I don't I mean it sounds familiar to me, but I don't I don't know that one. Right, there's a bunch
0: of there's a bunch of like old time like campfire songs are what they feel like to some extent where like now it would just be like I took an improv class where one of the one of the improv games was that you were supposed to get in a circle and then one person in the middle of the circle had to sing a song. And then everybody else had to join in and sing with them. And all of the songs, everybody else in the thing was like 19, 18, 19 years old. So they're singing like Usher, you know, and I'm like, I got nothing. I know no Usher. I know no Usher. I got, I don't have any Usher. I have, I don't even own an Usher. (laughs) (laughs) I have no Usher cred at all. So... (laughs) Yeah, so there was a lot of stuff. So
1: you did Garth Brooks or what you did,
0: you did? I believe I went to this book, the Kiwanis Club book. And uh they didn't know any of the shit either. So um I felt like I was about hundred and seven. But I got over it. I don't care.
1: So you took them to school basically.
0: Yeah, I felt except for that they outnumbered me. <laughs> They outnumbered me, and I felt a little bit like the giant. You took dork them to shanty I, I did. I should. I took them. Uh, I took them to H A R R I G A N. You see, I took them to an old timey Irish shanty town where Harrigan is the name. And uh, so, what? Uh, what do you want out of the singing? The joy of just singing, bursting out into song. What do you want? What,
1: what do, do you- I want? Yeah. What the heck? I wanna, I wanna sing for all the world to, to hear.
0: Remember that Coca-Cola ad?
1: <laughs> I'd like to write, some, teach the world to sing. I don't remember it. I'd like
0: I, to teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. I wish I knew harmony, actually.
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm not good at harmony. No. I really, no.
0: It's, you're gonna be lead? You're the lead, lead, lead singer? It's Cause it's, it's gotta be treble.
1: Well, it's and I don't know if it's I don't know if that's like a, a you know some kind of subcon like an ego th- it's or just a, a a disability really. I just am not I can I can do harmony, but I really have to practice it. You know
0: that sounds right though, yeah. doesn't it?
1: I really have to practice it because I just if somebody else is singing like a melody, I just want to sing it along with them. That's yeah. just what my voice wants to do.
0: That's, okay, uh, yeah.
1: So, so that's y- my.
0: Have you been taught to sing harmony?
1: Like not, by the voice. Not so. I mean, I you know sometimes I've I've sung things that are you know multi sure. you know several vocal parts and I can do it. I just have to practice.
0: Right, right. It's a learned you skill. Know? It makes yeah. perfect sense.
1: But so, but some people are just amazing. They can just they hear a harmony, they jump in, they sing the harmony. Oh,
0: and they can and they can know. do sort of the the other part. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And sometimes
1: even if I can hear if I can hear the harmony and I invent it, then maybe I can. Yeah. Really know what it is, but if somebody's teaching it to me, I have like some kind of. I psych myself out. Like,
0: There's a bit of a mind block.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Fair enough. It's uh it always seemed, you know, um my husband Andy wants us to uh to sing a song for um Christmas. We usually we put out a Christmas album just of just we pick Christmas every year songs. You put, no, every no. couple of years we'll 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 put together Christmas like Christmas
1: only happens every couple of years. Every
0: couple of years we'll put out a Christmas album. Other years uh and uh and usually we just pick like 10 songs or 15 songs or whatever that are fun Christmas albums and we send them out instead of Christmas cards, right? Well, he's been wanting to do where we sing a Christmas song and record it. Right. And I'm like, well, I don't know what you want to sing, but this Jackie Gation just has the one skill set uh, for singing and it is the main melody. I don't, I don't know, but he, he, he was in choir and he has Right. He has a very nice voice and so I think he can do the harmony and stuff.
1: Right. Right. So
0: but does I'd like sing? to learn how to do the harmony.
1: Yeah. 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 Does he sing uh but it might sound better if you sing the harmony.
0: Yeah, right, right. You know, I mean, if if he has a lower voice, right. which he does, because uh, <laughs> he is a man. And <laughs> but but I have a pretty low voice, so it's not and he can he can he has a pretty good range. So I mean, it might be who, who, the hell knows? What we need is a professional. We need a professional to get involved at some level. Yeah.
1: Right. And just, uh, arrange it and arrange it and, and possibly it there it be. And shake some jingle bells.
0: Yeah. And that sounds prohibitively expensive and a lot more work that I want to sure. do. How about we just pick 10 songs that we like that are jingle bells and then we move forward. So I, do you ever go caroling at Christmas?
1: Uh, it's, it's, I never have. I think I might have. It sounds, it sounds sort past? of familiar, but I don't know. It's one of the, I mean, the idea of it sounds familiar. I don't have yeah. any, you know, caroling anecdotes. Okay. But I uh, definitely, we, my family, we always used to go see a Christmas carol, though. And then oh, they the would, play? The play. Oh, really? And then they would pretend that they were carol, like. Right. The, yes, they, before the show, we would, okay, let's get there early for the caroling. And then mm-hmm. they would walk around and pretend that they were.
0: Oh, the, the cast would walk around in Carol?
1: In Carol. Okay. Yeah, and could you sing with the, them or? Ah, uh, yeah, for yeah. certain. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Super. Certain what, what
0: kind of, what, what, have you done, uh, much public singing as a group? With groups at all or just mm, out of curiosity?
1: With, gr- with like singing groups or something like
0: that? Yeah. We're just care, like caroling in general. We're like, we're going to do like an event where we're going to go to Grand Central Station and break into song.
1: Uh no I, ha- okay. I, I, I haven't. I, well
0: oh yeah. What You're time, make up shit? Huh? I mean I
1: think one time like a bunch of a bunch of people like invaded a cell phone store. That was more like a guerrilla.
0: Right. Right. I, I don't know
1: why we were doing it. If it right. was some kind of activist thing or just you know boredom. Right. But I think we kind of um you know we wore a lot of like uh, weird you know. Children's dance recital costumes or uh, torn up, um, <laughs> garbage bags. I don't know what. And we went in and sang some, some, some tunes, some tunes at the cell phone. Do you
0: store. remember what at the, ce- I like the idea that it was just some random <laughs> cell phone stores.
1: Like, I think we also went to, um, we went to, I remember what, you know, we went to like this doctor's office actually and first invaded. Okay. But it had been leaked to the doctor that we were going to do it. And it was, that was a thing. Cause like my friend, I don't know. The doctor told her she had abnormal male hormones or something because she like had a had a oh. had a happy trail like yeah. underneath her belly button or something. Oh, and okay. she thought he was like gender policing. Yeah, and, you know. She's like, all right, so we're we're gonna we're we're gonna go music bomb this guy. We're gonna music bomb the doc. <laughs> you know.
0: What did you say? Did you sing something punitive? I
1: I can only something, help. It. Pubic.
0: It was something pubic? <laughs> there was some sort of pubic talk?
1: I think so. Yeah, something about, awesome. you know, about body hair or, you know, form. Jersh- I don't know what it was. Something, yeah, yeah. something, um, but, but something sort of jolly. Cool. Yeah.
0: Well, Joseph Keckler, it has been an hour. We have, we have, I think we've exhausted the singing. I think we've done a good job here, dorking I, out. Okay. On, uh, on, if there's anything, is there, have we missed anything that you'd like to discuss? No. Not that you could think of? No. Okay.
1: <laughs> I'm just, no, I'm but I feel, I feel like I'm just getting warmed up here. You know, I feel, well, that's, that's, you know, that's the
0: nature of the, uh, the hour, uh, the hour long podcast. Thing. So let me just say, josephkeckler.com, uh, BBC America, the nerdist show. That'll be out, uh, upcoming and, uh, in the nerdist, uh, YouTube pay, YouTube, uh, channel where you're going to do a video of that great, uh, mushroom trip story. Yeah done in Italian operatic, yeah. which was pretty fantastic. And, and if
1: you're in New York, then uh, I have this show running every Friday and Saturday at Dixon Place Theater on the Lower East Side, and that is a commissioned theater piece from them, and it opens April 5th. April And 5th? it's a weird, it's a, like a fractured, crazy um, opera.
0: That's awesome. Thank you so much for doing The Dark thank, Forest. Thank you, Jackie. Thanks for tuning in, folks. See you next time. Bye.
1: My hat, my hat, my hat.